and I'm Daniel, and today is a big day that I think many of us had been waiting a number of weeks for. I think a lot of people were getting very anxious about it, and the question at hand was, what are we having for dinner? No, not really. <laughs> the question was, uh, what are we doing about these vaccination requirements, right? Well, there was some other news that came out. Really? What's that? Thursday, we're getting a schedule. Yeah, so... Here's the deal. Two big pieces of information. Yeah, that we have all been waiting for and everybody was getting super anxious about. We finally learned about that today. So here's the deal. We're going to record two podcasts this week. This one is going to be just us talking about the vaccination news and some of the other things that have come about over the weekend. And then Thursday, after the schedule is out and after we may have heard about some more news, we'll do another short thing then too. So two episodes this week because we're getting really close. How, how long are we away? So today is Tuesday. Charlotte, three weeks from right now, we will be on the farm. Three weeks from right now. Really? Think, yes. Think about that. I'm pulling up a calendar to double check that. But we will be pulling the bus in on Tuesday night of Bonnaroo. And I'm looking at the calendar and that is right. Us and the bus will be there three weeks from this very moment. That's amazing. Did oh you not realize God. that? You had to stop and no. think about that? Yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. Originally, we thought that we were going to pull in on Wednesday, but since we're going to be helping run the new group plaza, we're going to get there Tuesday night. And there's some stuff that I'll talk about later about that because some details will be being finalized as we speak. But yes, that is all I happening. I am so not ready. Um, no, we're not because I need you to continue to get our groceries and drinks that we're going to need. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten just about everything else ready, but we're not here to talk about that today. We're here to talk about the vaccination requirement information that finally came out today. So I want to back up a moment. Um, that all came out today, but I think Bonnaroo got somewhat justly beat up over this for the past week until this finally came out. Oh, absolutely. Everyone really, really wanted to hear that information. I know there was a change.org petition that someone had put together going around. I mean, everyone yeah. was talking about it. People were talking about it in the loophole group. Are they going to do this? Are they not going to do this? There was multiple Reddit threads about it. You know, just all types of speculation out there. Yeah, and I, I will be honest, they really should have put this out a lot sooner, but now that they sent the comprehensive email out to everybody about what's going to be happening, it kind of makes more sense that it took this long to get all of that COVID uh, information out as far as like the vaccinations go. So it is going to be fairly complicated, but in a good way. It is going to be more comprehensive than what Lollapalooza had two weeks ago. So to back up, Lollapalooza had a thing where you would show your vaccination card or your card or paperwork, whatever, for a negative test at the gate. There was talk that people had fake cards or was swapping around like the paperwork for the negative test and they weren't really checking IDs. Uh, I don't know how much that really happened. I, I feel like that was a lot of internet rumor mongering, to be honest. Brad with the What Podcast said that he didn't see that much when he was there in Chicago. Um... We had a buddy, Dylan, that was there at Lollapalooza for the day that the Foo Fighters played. And I messaged him. I was just curious. He said that he didn't really see anything like that either. So I'm not saying that that didn't happen, but I don't think it was as widespread as a lot of people thought. But from what this email from Bonnaroo is saying, it, it sounds like they're going to be pretty thorough about it, right? Yeah, what, what definitely. Was you, what was your impression from reading it? I mean, it sounded like a really, really tight plan. I mean, it was like, a, do A, do B, do C. Um, the thing that I really got out of it is they're offering the test on-site, and it's only $40 for an on-site test. 
Uh, I think a lot of people didn't see that initially. Yeah. I, I think that was necessary, and I would assume that that was part of why there was a holdup with all of this. Because, you know, as a lot of people have mentioned, it's kind of a weird situation. If you've got people driving from halfway across the country, the test may not mean as much by the time they get there after they've done a long road trip to get to Bonnery, right? Yes. So now you can do it on site and have that peace of mind. Now, the interesting thing is uh, if you get a positive test, you get a complimentary second test. And if you're positive again, then uh, bye. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that is the thing that they have to do. But I think if you are somebody that hasn't gotten a vaccination at this point, you need to know that is a possibility. You need to have a backup plan. Like, are you going to have to go to Nashville and get a hotel? Are you going to have to have somebody get a ride? I don't. That's not going to be us in our situation because we have full vaccinations. We've had, had them for months now. But if I was somebody in that situation, I would be like, first of all, I should have gotten my vaccination earlier. Second of all, what do I do if the worst comes to pass, right? Right, exactly. I mean, there is still time to get the Johnson & Johnson, I guess. But yes. the other two, I guess, if you haven't started the process yet, I mean, I guess it's no longer time. And that's one reason I do feel like Bonnaroo should have put this out earlier. Yeah, they really should have. I mean, there's no way that we will ever know what the full holdup right, is. Right, right, I, I know that the boys in the What podcast have uh, Jeff Kular coming on before too long, and maybe right. he can mm -hmm. explain a little bit more of that. I've spoken with Jeff before, but it's been like since last year. I, I, I'd love to pick his brain about these kind of things again one of these days, because I would not want to be in the shoes of anybody organizing oh, no. Bonnaroo in the past month. No, most definitely. Because there are a million things that they already have to worry about in any normal given year. Now, this year, when a lot has changed, not just in terms of the pandemic, but in terms of like their relationship with the city and Coffee County, that and that is one reason, I want to back up to that, why I really suspect that they aren't doing any health checks at the gate when you roll in. Right, exactly. Because if you had to go through that whole rigmarole, and that's the technical term, rigmarole, you've heard that one before, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> she hates that word. I love that word. Uh, that would have backed up traffic on the interstate for oh, hours. for sure. If you had to verify health status or even do testing, there, there's no logistical way that that would have ever worked. For So for them to do the checks at the Sinaru Gate, where that's the point that you have to pass through with your health wristband, I understand where they're coming from. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And you were asking me earlier about the, the way to get a health wristband. What were you asking? Well, it sounds like you need to go to one of the plazas. Like there's multiple spots in the campgrounds to get a health wristband. Yeah. From what I'm reading and understanding correctly. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the way I understand it is it's not just going to be one or two big health tents in which you would take your vaccination card or your negative test results. They're going to be basically all over the place. Right. And also people are going to be arriving starting as soon as Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. So there's going to be a lot of time up until Thursday when you go get into Cineroo. So we're actually doing this live and uh, I've got a comment from uh, Mary. She says, that was my thought process. It would have slowed campground entry right, so right, much. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think once a lot of us looked at that information, we realized like, oh, while it would have been theoretically nice to check the health status so you can have everybody checked in the campgrounds, logistically it's just impossible. And I do know that the Manchester City Police and other officials have asked Monroe to keep everything to one line and not let it get very long. That's why we're having a lot of these new entry procedures. So to throw that on top of getting in, no, it just never would have worked. 
So Nathan brings up a good point that I'm I'm wondering about. Yeah. Uh, he says so people could be carrying the virus and go to plaza events and walk around outside center room. So is the the health health wristband is that only to get into center room per se? From what we know right now, yes. However, I highly suspect that a lot of these plazas are going to be checking for those health wristbands as you come into the barns and such. But what about, okay, say someone goes to Bonnaroo, and this is just all hypothetical, um, say someone goes to Bonnaroo and gets a positive test, and then they're stuck there with their group, they came with their group, uh, or whatever, are they just going to be st stuck there? I mean, that's a good question. That's why I feel like this should have gone out sooner. I mean, let's be honest, Rue screwed up with that. They should have gotten this out a month ago. But there is three weeks to go, so that is something that each group is going to be having to think about right now. You need to have a backup plan. If you have somebody in your group that is not vaccinated that will present that as you know a scenario, then what happens if that one person is asked to leave but the rest of you are vaccinated and good? You know That is a tricky scenario. Everybody has to talk as a team in their particular group and say, like, what do we do if this happens? And, you know, you think, is I mean, are Bonnaroo really going to be going around and checking, did this person leave the campground area? Well, and you've got those my understanding, people walking yeah. around the campground. My understanding is that once you go to the health tent and you show that you have a positive test, they're going to take your wristband on the spot. They're going to give you a card that will give you instructions on how to receive a refund, mm -hmm. and you will be escorted out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I know that would suck for somebody, but let's be honest. I mean, so you should have gotten be, your vaccination months so ago. So you'll actually be escorted off the property. That's what I understand, yes. Okay, okay. Which sucks for that person, but one, you should have gotten your vaccination already. And, and I'm sorry, this... I know a lot of people try to make this political. It's ridiculous that it has been made political. It is not political. It is science and public health. Bonnaroo should not have been your reason to get a vaccination. You should have already gotten it months ago when it was available to you. And I know some people may choose to interpret that as a controversial statement, and it shouldn't be, really. I mean, I know there are some you know, rare instances in which someone has a health condition and they have to talk with the doctor before they get their vaccination. I understand that. But for the vast majority of people, if you're Bonruvian, the statistical likelihood is that you're in your 20s or 30s and you're pretty healthy. You should have gotten it. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I know that some people will interpret that politically. It is not. It's just a health thing. Um, do, do you have any thoughts on that? I'm, I'm kind of rambling on my own thoughts. I mean, I know you're rambling a little bit. Yeah. And some people will probably say that we talk way too much about the vaccine and yada, yada, yada. But to be frank and to be honest, I got mine the day it was available to me. Yeah, the yeah, same. very first day that it was available. But, I mean, that's, you know, my mom is a, literally a COVID nurse. So I was like... Yeah. Hmm. We have backgrounds in which we came to understand this in a perhaps different way than most do because... Charlotte's mom has worked the COVID floor at her hospital. We've heard the horror stories. My mom is literally a scientist and like studies exactly this type of thing. So we were helped to have a good understanding of this type His of thing. His mom literally studies bats that carry viruses. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> she was well equipped because my mom like literally has gone into caves studying the bats and purportedly that's where COVID came from to begin with in China. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that, that's all neither here nor there. I understand these things are complicated. However, these precaution these precautions are allowing us to have a bond route here in three weeks. Uh, we had a couple of questions here on the feed. Yes. Uh, someone said, uh, Alexandra said, uh, she's heard that something like 15% of people don't ever go into Cineru. I've actually heard something yeah. like that also. Yeah. Uh, so in theory, could they be walking around the campgrounds? Well, like Daniel said. It's possible. Uh if they show a positive test, they're probably going to be escorted out. Yeah. Uh, like we just talked about just a minute ago. Um, so they would be escorted off property, you think? I would think so. So, Alexandria, think about this in, in those terms. So, at worst, you're going to have some people that tested negative a couple of days ago before they got to Bonnaroo. And that's going to be a percentage of that percentage, right? So, out of 80,000 Bonnarooians, that's going to be maybe 100 I don't know. I'm not doing the math right now, but it's a very low number. Um, I will tell you what my thoughts are. When I'm in an open area and there's not many people around, I'm cool. If I'm going to be in a spot where it's going to start to be a little crowded, I'm, I'm masking up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, I know unless you've got like a K95, you know there's no guarantee, but it makes me feel better because I know it's lessening my chances, right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's math. I but mean, I mean, still people need to make plans in yeah. case they do show up at Bonnaroo and test positive, you know. I, I think that should be one of the biggest takeaways that people should get from today's information. Yeah. If you're coming in a group and you don't have everybody vaccinated, you need to have a backup plan. Exactly. You don't exactly. want to be str stranding somebody in Manchester, Tennessee. I would, that, I mean, no, I love Manchester, but... That would not be the place to be stranded. <laughs> the hotels are all going to be booked up. So. You're probably going to have to spend an arm and a leg to go take an Uber up to either Chattanooga or Nashville. Ubers don't run there, so yeah. Ubers and Lyfts don't run there, so it will cost a fortune to not to, go to Bonnaroo. You would have to get the Greyhound bus. Like that would be the only thing I could think of. All right, Nathan said, um, "I'm sure they'll come out with more information, but." Do you have to show a picture of your vaccine card or a picture of your negative results? I mean, I plan on bringing my vax card. Yeah. Um, I've kept mine in my wallet this whole time. If uh, they use the same procedures like they have at some of these other festivals, you can probably have a picture. But this is something that we haven't touched on yet. So at Lollapalooza, they did not check the information on the vax cards against your driver's license or other ID. According to the information that has gone out today, they are definitely going to do that at Bonnery, which good. makes me and a lot of others feel pretty good about the situation because it's going to be a lot more uh, verified, so to speak, right? Right. Um, but to answer, uh, Nathan, to answer your question, I think that you should be able to take a picture on your phone because that Vax card is gold. You don't want to lose that. I know a lot of people are like framing those suckers and stuff like that. Yeah, I put mine in my wallet and just never moved it again. Like, never took it out. Yeah, same. You know, I noticed that our buddy Lincoln... He had his in like a little Ziploc baggie <laughs> while we were doing our road trip over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, I think we've talked enough about the vaccination stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about some other things in a minute, but can we use that as a bridge yeah. and just uh, tell everybody, especially people in the area, how much we loved Austin, Texas? Oh, it's definitely, you should go there. You should check it out. Yeah. It had changed much since I have been there last. The last time I was there is 2012 for South by Southwest. And now here's the one thing I will tell people about. Uh, 6th Street, yeah, I think more you can more or less get nowadays. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sixth I wasn't Street. that impressed with yeah. Sixth Street. But some of the areas around Sixth Street, they had some cool bars, um, some really cool areas around there. Um, we went to a lot of cool drag shows around there. And oh, boy. We went to, uh, we went to an Alamo Draft House. Went to, to the original Alamo Draft House. We went to Barton Springs, which is like the... Uh, That's one of the coolest most, places I've ever seen. It's like the most famous swimming hole in the United States, or one of the most famous swimming holes in the U.S., I mean, just super cool. Our buddy Lindsay used to be a lifeguard there, apparently. Yes. Super, super cool. I love Austin, man, but like that place is just so expensive. Like real estate is crazy. I would move there in like five minutes, but I can't afford it. Who could afford that? If I got a good gig, I would certainly consider Austin. But I will say this. Nashville has pretty much caught up with Austin. There's still some cooler things in Austin. You don't think so? No. I think, Nashville wishes it was Austin. Well, it's not that far away, just my opinion. But that's that's subject matter for another day. Not enough murals. No, oh, that's true. Well, there's, there's a lot of murals in Nashville at both times. But yes, I loved Austin very much. I need to visit uh, more often. Okay, this is going to be a short podcast. Oh, you said he was not a lifeguard. You he lied. Was not, oh, Lindsay's in the live chat. Lindsay, I could have swore that you said that you were a lifeguard. You lied, Daniel. What did you say that you did at Barton Springs? I, I misremembered that. Maybe he had a little uh, too much to drink and he thought that he was a lifeguard. Or maybe you misheard. Maybe I misheard, which I am want to do, (laughs) I suppose. Uh, All right. Other thing I want to talk about on this short episode of the podcast. Many people have probably already seen this, but there was some rumors that cropped up out of InfoRu this past week. Let's take a step back because I know that we have a lot of uh, new Bonnaroo in Charlotte. Should you explain InfoRu or should I? Uh, it's just, uh, it's what the, okay, so you remember back in the ye olden days when the internet had message boards. Ooh. So it was a, uh, Bonnaroo message board. Yes. Before Facebook and before Reddit. It, it, well, it still exists and it's still going strong. So I know a lot of the, uh, modern Bonnaroo online community is on Reddit or Loophole to Reality or some other things, but there's another Facebook group called InfoRoo on Facebook. And InfoRu is a uh, old school message board. And it's something that you have to take with a small grain of salt because people there have kind of like a old school tough attitude. They like to joke around and give each other a hard time. It can seem like a little bit of an intimidating place if you're a newbie that they will rough you up a little bit. But I think 99% of the time they mean well. You just have to kind of like push back with them a little bit. But since they have been around for so many years a lot of insider people have popped in from time to time on those message boards. Um, It has been people with connections to the people running the festival that come in and give them a scoop, so to speak, the word that they like to use. And that happened this past week. One of the people that have been reliable about these scoops in the past is called Infinity Pass. And they uh, swooped in and basically said that we should expect these vaccination requirements and that a headliner might be replaced. And I, I read this when we were on the way back from Austin the other night, and that's why I was like looking a little anxious while you guys were trying to play the Never Have I Ever game or something like that. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So nobody knows who this missing headliner may be, and it's causing a lot of people a great deal of anxiety. Um what have been your thoughts uh, about this from afar? Because I told you a little bit about it, but you haven't been snooping on InfoRu like I have. I don't think it's Tame Impala. Oh, gosh. Well, 
This is the thing that's causing me great anxiety. I don't think it's Paula, and that's just my personal opinion. Well. Because didn't some other article come out about Tame? There, well, somebody put together a really good thing on Reddit and came up with a lot of reasons as to why it would be or wouldn't be any number of artists. And I think there is evidence for or against basically any artist that is considered a headliner. It could be anybody. I Now, this Infinity Pass person, I don't know who they are in real life. I'm sure they're fantastic. Any Bonnaroovian is somebody that I want to hang out oh, with. For and sure, meet. for sure. But I just... I was personally a little annoyed that they came in at the 11th hour and caused everybody a little anxiety like this. We're going to have to go 48 hours or so and not know who it is that they could have been referring to. And I'm like, my man, I have been waiting on this tame show for a year and a half. Why you got to play me like that? You know? And I'm sure that's the same for a lot of other people that have just been waiting for so long to see like the Foo Fighters or Lizzo or whatever, you know? When you see threads about this on Reddit or like uh, anywhere else, you see a lot of people saying like, please don't let it be Tyler. Please don't let it be the Foo Fighters. Mm -hmm. Please don't let it be XYZ. I think mostly people are, please don't let it be tame. Um, I also think that it's possible that it could be somebody a notch under that. It could be somebody like uh, Megan the Stallion or a dead mouse. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is right now we don't know. Um, by the time you're listening to this on Wednesday, maybe some announcement is made, and you will know. It seems likely that we are going to know at some point on Thursday. Maybe we're all going to seem silly when it's just like Dead Mouse and everybody is just like, eh. I mean, I love Dead Mouse. Don't get me wrong, but I think that would be like the act that everybody would be like, yeah, okay, at least it's not <laughs> Tame Lizzo or the Foo Fighters, you know. I mean, we had a great we had a great time at a Dead Mouse show that one time. Yeah, what was it in twenty uh, yeah. twenty fifteen? Whatever it was. Yeah, um, some of the comments are popping up in our Facebook Live, that, or not Facebook, but Instagram Live that we're doing right now. offer the grand old offer as a sacrifice. Oh my gosh, that is sacrilege, but so true. I would give up the grand old offer because it just does not work at Bonnaroo. I'm sorry. I, much respect to Bill Cody, but it, uh, Bill Cody's the best hype man in the business, but it just does not work at Bonnaroo. I, I don't know. But I just wanted to acknowledge that and... Uh, I hope to God is not tame. I, I I really need that show. I I am mentally prepared if it is because I know that I will get to see them if they were to reschedule the show. But I'm never going to get the chance to see them on my birthday again. I, I need this to happen. I'm hoping it isn't them. But I, you know what? I'm going to have a great time. We're going to Bonnaroo anyways. And any and if it's if it's tame, it has to go. We're still getting the Foo Fighters at Bonnaroo. I can live with that. I still get my morning jacket on my birthday. I can live with that. Yeah. You know? I'm wearing the shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Charlotte's wearing a my morning jacket shirt. I, didn't, I just now realized that. Um, but, yes. Let's all collectively sacrifice the grand whole offering. <laughs> Sorry, Nashville. We love you. But your grand institution has to go so we can all keep tame. All right. This is first podcast of two for this week. Any other thoughts, Charlotte? No. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. We only have gone for 20-something minutes, but I know that is a lot. Okay, guys, stay calm. We're going to be at Rue in just three weeks or so. You know, keep your nose clean so you can show a uh, negative test if you haven't gotten your vaccination. There is still time to get Johnson & Johnson, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a one and done, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Do your research on that. Uh, there is less 
effectivity? How do you call it? Effectiveness. Effectiveness. I made up a new word for today. But uh, if that's your only option, hey, get yourself to a Walgreens or whatever in the next couple of days and get it done. Apparently it's not available in every area, but you can Google it and look around. Yeah. Do a check. Uh, that's another thing to be doing in the next couple of weeks just to make sure that uh, you're ready to root. But, hey, it's happening. With this information that just came out today, there is no worry whatsoever of any rogue cancellation or anything like that. Bonnaroo right. is happening. We're going to be there. We're going to stay clean and healthy, and it's going to happen. Here in a couple of days, we'll find out who is or isn't going to be there in terms of music. But it's going to be fine. Um, as a grand sage has said, never not a good time. Never not great. All right, guys. We'll see you in two days. Talk about the schedule and any lineup changes in those uh, 48 hours. Stay calm and get out there and radiate positivity. We'll see you soon.